Thank you. Thank you so much, Sen-senpai. I'm glad you have. All right. It's time to start the show. Welcome to Babe Talk. We have a cool show. We have our panel, except for who's who was supposed to? Um, Audrey. Uh, Adriana. Adriana. Audrey. Adriana. Adrian. She's like one of my closer friends, and I can never ever like get her name right on the first like go. It's always like <laughs> Adrian's on the show tonight. She's like, don't got a penis. So we have um, Ashley Nicole. Hello. We have Glenn Ramirez. Yo. And as guests tonight, we have Artro from Gentleman's Brawl. Oye, que lo que? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's exactly what we're shooting for right now. Um, so we start off all the shows with asking our panelists, how was your day? Today we'll start with um, Ashley. Um, my day was okay. Had a really long day, and I went to this optional recitation for one of my science classes, and then I just took an entrepreneurship course that just, I swear that class just drags by forever. And then I decided not to go to my evening lecture, which is usually kind of easy to skip out on anyway. So All right. I'm a bad example. Don't, don't take after me. But then <laughs> I had a taquito and it was okay. There you go. Oh, and you were saying earlier that a Trader Joe just opened in the area. Um, oh my, I'm <laughs> yeah. so excited. I can't even form sentences because we have Trader Joe's back. I'm from Connecticut and I go to school in upstate New York and there's the closest Trader Joe's to here used to be like two hours away. And that's like my home grocery store. And like Trader Joe's is the shit. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Trader Joe's, but it's kind of the coolest thing ever. I've heard of Trader Joe's, but we have Wawa back on the East Coast. So Well, that's the thing. It's like I like Wawa's not regional to my area. I had Wawa for the first time like two years ago. That's the first and only time I've had it. But Trader hmm. Joe's is very near and dear to my heart. And I found out they were opening one here, and I freaked out. So, like, let me put it to you this way. I refused to take an 8 a.m. class because, like, ew, why would anyone ever do that? I woke up at 6 to be ready for Trader Joe's opening. <laughs> we got in line. Like, they gave us, like, Hawaiian Lays and, like, all that. They were passing out peanut butter cups so we were waiting in line. It was really fun. So, just, like, a final question, like, on that. They gave away Lays for a... Tr Trader Joe's, which is like the flower. Isn't, isn't that like no? I know what a lay is, but that's Hawaiian. <laughs> we're, we're we're talking up in like upstate well, like New the York. whole no, but like the whole thing of Trader Joe's is like not like Hawaiian, but it's got like this kind of weird like I don't want to say tropical, but like if you've been to a Trader Joe's, you understand. Like it's almost like a cult thing. It's the best worst thing ever, and I just <laughs> I love all their stuff, and they have all this weird stuff you can only get at Trader Joe's and like Wegmans just. It just doesn't cut it. Like, I've tried very hard to love Wegmans, but Trader Joe's, like, Trader Joe is my boyfriend, so well, I was have very Wegmans, happy. Wegmans, and then you have, like, Trader Joe's, so. You have Wegmans, and then you have Tops, and it's just, like, everything's so mediocre. Like, I'm sorry, upstate New York, but I just can't with you anymore. Look, Ashley, Ashnick just can't deal with your fast food stores. Sorry, can't do it. Basically, Glenn. no, it's important. <laughs> Glenn, how was your day, sir? Was it any better? <laughs> It was kind of long. Had a lecture in the morning, but uh, I grabbed the burrito from Moe's for twenty five percent off because, like, on Tuesdays, full sale kids get a discount at that Moe's. Yo, sweet! That's awesome. Like, honestly, best part of my day, burrito mania. <laughs> and usually on two on Tuesdays, like like bars usually do like. What, like 25? I know the bar down here does like twenty five cent tacos or some shit like that, but like you had to get that at night. I mean, that's, awesome. that's pretty sweet that you get it, like, just in the middle of the day. 
It's what? Yeah. Oh my god. Are my, my life. I mean, I'm trying to f- figure out what else you can do for like a promotion on a fucking Tuesday. I mean, I'm like, the bars I here even... promotions on Tuesdays. Or it's like every, there's a bunch of there's like five bars close to campus, and they have different promotions like. One has Tuesdays, one has Wednesdays, and one has Thursdays. Yeah, well, like, I, I mean, like, like, for the general pop population, like, for the non-alcoholics. Uh, oh, you yeah, do yeah. For, for Tuesday. Like, you go over to Wawa and like, rhyme something with Tuesday and make it catchy. Titties. Titty Tuesday. <laughs> Boom, there you go. <laughs> All right, how was your day? Pretty fantastic. Um, I woke up late. And I had to deal with my psychology professor who has OCD yelling at me. Um, yeah, fun, fun. Uh, I had my piano class, so I got to bullshit on the piano a bit, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And mm-hmm, I went to work, which was fantastic because I don't really do anything <laughs> except sit in a cubicle and occasionally clean a car or two and uh, call it a day. So, wait, 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 where do you work? I work at Enterprise. Ah. ah. So you get to drive all the fancy cars? Well, no, I guess you don't get to drive. Well, what, what? What? How about we ask you? What do you do over at Enterprise? <laughs> oh, okay. So they call my position a service agent, which pretty much means I clean the cars that come in, uh, make sure that pe- you know they're nice enough for people to rent. If I have to take it to like a shop or something, I just drive it over there. Or you know, like if uh, I have to pick up a customer, because I mean that's what we do. We pick you up. We pick you up. That's our thing. So me, you do that. Me up. There we go. Specifically, you. <laughs> <laughs> Change the, the tagline. We pick. Ollie, Ollie looks outside his window. There's an Enterprise car waiting for him. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to, to Bay Talk. Of Sp- Get the car, Ollie. Get a car. The sign. The sign says Babe Talk. <laughs> yes. Put it right on the hood. Enterprise is, has now taken on sponsor. Thank you so much, Enterprise. You're welcome. We'll give all of our four kids over to you when they come over for home and anybody that anybody that picks shopping. Anybody that picks you up, we're going to put a paper bag over our heads for Babe Talk. <laughs> See, for a second, I thought you were going to say, like, we'll put it over, like, their head. I'm like, no, 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 we're not kidnapping them. <laughs> we're taking them out for a nice, comfy drive. We we, <laughs> we, we, we want to be, be nice people, not, right. not, not <laughs> ISIS. <laughs> Babe Talk, we're not ISIS. So, um... <laughs> Babe talk. It's better I, I kinda, than that. I, it's better than it's better than us. Where we can't make that. That'd be like making Ebola jokes, which it's been very hard for me not to laugh at because like you have to remember that like shit's really going down with Ebola. Yeah. Like like half that shit's not funny, but like there are some kids that are like making me laugh, and I'm like, stop! I'm going to hell, man. Anytime anybody in any class of mine sneezes, someone says Ebola. And it's like, hey, like. <laughs> It was funny, like, I guess, like, the first two or three times, but then after, like, like, if you're in, like, a 200-person lecture and every time somebody sneezes, someone goes, Ebola! It's like, okay, like, you killed it. You killed the joke. Yeah. I, th- I think the yeah, only, see, like, after, the only two funny jokes that I've seen about Ebola is, like, especially if you're Spanish, every Spanish person knows that, like, Spanish mothers love Vic Vapor Rub. I, I like, that one. Mama, tengo Ebola, I see. Okay, Vic Vapor Rub. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or, or the second one was uh, Ebola got me fucked up. No more passing the blunt. I'm just gonna cut it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's literally awful. Uh, what was it? I, was, I, I I had something about Ebola and I was trying to remember. Oh, you like, had Ebola. Actually, no, I, I I had Ebola, <laughs> but I, I beat it. Hooray. Um, 
I was thinking about, about like in class, if there was a kid that was like, oh, a chewable, I would, I think I would literally walk up and just like lick him on a cheek. Mm. <laughs> like, like just, just to like shut him up because I think like he would no longer or she would no longer Please make that joke. Please do that. Please do that. I would. I'll have my, my, my camera out too. It's going to be, be a Vine video. I'm going to get Vine famous. Enterprise will sponsor you. <laughs> and that's how we get our sponsorship. <laughs> so today um, is a day. It's Tuesday, October 7th. And I was sleeping and I found out that through Glenn, um, Newfound Glory, Weezer, and um, who else came out with new shit today? Um, Moose Blood, State Champs. Boom, boom, boom. So it was like a huge like release day. Has anyone been listening to the stuff that was recently put out today? We'll start with Glenn since Glenn is Glenn is. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to say that. Oh, he's been jonesing. I woke up at like seven. And, like, I didn't even, like, do anything. I just opened my laptop, went to Spotify, went to Newfound Glory, pressed play, then started getting ready. And then I left, <laughs> went to lecture. After lecture, I opened my laptop, pressed play, kept listening to that album. <laughs> and then, like, and then yeah. went... I love how I excited went, you are. It's, like, really precious. <laughs> it's, I need it. That album's sick. Now it, it is it is good because I I have I'm not I'm not gonna lie I've been listening to Newfound Glory in like a long while so like would this be like a good album to get kids back in Well I'm sorry I don't I don't know what people think of Newfound Glory so Glenn just well take it away Glenn take it away I don't, I don't know Newfound Glory so I can't it's great like like a mixture of sticks and stones and like. A little more easy core stuff at the same time, but not in a bad way. In a really good, like it's it was really well done, and like there are some very cool features on there, like uh, the dude from Bayside and also uh, Scott Vogel from Terror. Oh, and oh wow! Brent, yeah, he he was in the second song, and then Brendan Yates from Trapped Under Ice. Like those are some interesting features. Damn! Now yeah. both of those are hardcore, right? I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I'm gonna I'm gonna get some serious flag. Be like, no, that was within that that that, that hardcore genre, right? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say all three of those were hardcore, and I'm like, if you think Bayside's hardcore, we gotta we gotta no, talk. No, 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 <laughs> not Bayside. <laughs> oh, I didn't I didn't hear him say Bayside. No, Bayside's not hardcore. But that would be pretty sick, though. Um, all right, did you listen to any new shit? Uh, nothing like related to pop punk that I know of. I mean, it, it could be like new classical music that was just. Stop talking. Faluha came out with some stuff, and that album was dope. Um, who else? Jeez, man. Uh, Every time I die, even though that happened, I mean, like this summer, but a lot of like stuff like that. I have a, I have to check out Newfound Glory because everybody's been talking about it, and I saw that music video, and hands down, got me dying. Which which music video? I forgot the song about it, but it was the one when they like pretty much like made fun of Five Seconds of Summer. <laughs> Why are kids making fun of Five Seconds of Summer? Because they're a boy band with instruments. But like, I don't. But they're with instruments, which I think is a little bit. I, I can't get it. Well, we'll get into that later. Actually, yeah, we'll get into that later. But anyway, so <laughs> because I, I can't. Ashley, did you li- did you listen to anything new today? Um, I I didn't really have time. Like I said, I had a super long day and like classes and just everything happened all at once. Um. I heard a couple of tracks of the new state champs 
Um, and also, well, I mean, like, they have a track on uh, the compilation that I'm putting out on Thursday. Oh, and I'm really so talked excited. about it. Yeah. Yes, I'm so excited. Clutch. Um, very, very, very. <sighs> Their PR person, I just, I love her. She is a dream. So that's really awesome. So shout out to Christine. Uh, you the best if you ever watch this. Um, so a couple tracks of that. And then, um, so we'll, like, as soon as Glenn said Easy Core, on the way home from uh, one of my classes, which is like the furthest possible building, so it's a really long walk, um, Set Your Goals came up on Shuffle. And I miss them so Same. much. You don't even know. Like, seriously, one of my favorite bands. This will be the death of us. One of my top albums of all time. Seeing them was, like, the greatest thing ever. I saw them, like, two or three times my freshman year of college. And I just, oh, I just miss them so much. <laughs> I think so, a lot of kids, kids did. Did they go, like, inactive or, like, on a hiatus? They went, okay, they never, like, officially announced any, like, hiatus or, like, breakup or anything. But it was kind of just, like, they're lying dormant, I guess, for a little bit. And uh, they put out uh, a new uh, sentences. They put out a re-release, a repressed um, reset, like their very, very first album. Mm -hmm. But it was like through, uh, I don't remember how it worked. Jordan, who was it? Yeah, One of the- He made his own label. Yeah, and it was like through, I don't think it was, it was like a very weird situation. And like, I didn't personally <laughs> want that album that badly. So I didn't go for it, but I just, <laughs> I just miss them so much. They're just so good. Oh, bring it back. <laughs> See, that's exactly how I felt when um I heard that Weezer was coming out with their new album. Oh yeah. I was... And I I had listened to the to the new album today and I was I was very sad because it was not because it because they bragged it all about back to their roots and like what was it the I forget the producer's name from the cars was producing the album. And like everyone was hyping it, and like they were putting like their best tracks on like the snippet pick. Because for a while they were teasing it on YouTube um, about mm -hmm. their new tracks that were coming out, and it seemed really awesome. And like I was crying in my bed for days because the days didn't come soon enough. And I finally put on Spotify. Ollie, that's really upsetting. Album, oh my god, <laughs> it was because because listen, me me and my brother have have like the spiritual bond with with Weezer. Um, we we that was like one of our first concerts we saw together. Um, later, when we like were kids, we started playing rock band, and then they came out with the whole blue album, and then so we just mem. Yeah, I think me and him both have um, all of their discography memorized. That's fantastic. Just straight up, that we can easily just start a cover band. So like, we're just gonna eventually fund the money for Paint Talk because I'm gonna make a cover a cover band for Weezer, and then Enterprise is gonna no notice us, and then we're going to sponsorship. Paint <laughs> Talk will just go straight out the roof. We're gonna get picked up by VH1. Jeez, you're gonna make an empire. It is. It's it's going to be a whole empire. But yeah, the album was depressing, and I didn't really like it all that much because I think it was way too different. I don't think the, the production was all that into it. But anyway, hey, that's just what I thought. Mm. So yeah, that was that. Um, so yeah, I guess we could go back to the Five Seconds of Summer thing. Does anyone have an opinion about them? I mean, they're not bad, but like, I don't know. I just feel like they're not bad. I mean, at all. It's just, I think it's. I think it became the new thing to hate them. Kind of like how Fallout Boy, when they were like really getting big, how everybody was like hating on them because they were like, oh, people think like Pete went to Zemo or whatever, you know, like, oh, they don't sound all that great or blah blah blah, you know, like all these different reasons. But I, I think in like maybe like what one or two years, people are gonna be like, yo, I remember when Five Seconds of Summer blew up and they were just in my, dr oh my god, from those same people that hate them now. Mm -hmm. I guess. I so. think the people are mad about 
that, okay, people are most mad that they are being labeled pop punk because pop punk is obviously really important to a lot of people that we know, like obviously defend pop punk group. I'm pretty sure that's how we all met. Yeah, um, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they're, people are calling them pop punk, it's just, it's like when you go to a Halloween store and it has one of those emo wigs and you're like, can you not? Like, wow. it's not, yeah. you know what? You know, it's like a, not saying it's a cheap knockoff, but it's like some sort of mainstream copycat, but it's not genuine. And people just don't want that being labeled pop punk and infringing upon a culture that they obviously all of us hold very near and dear to our hearts. Yeah. Um, and their association with One Direction and Alex Gasgarth, right? Um, like, it's just a whole mess. Is, is there a connection between Five Seconds of Summer and that One Direction? <laughs> and that, that I, band. I, I, don't, I don't know why. The name just went like, <laughs> and I couldn't remember for a second. It that went really that awful. direction. <laughs> it just went that direction. In um, one direction. But is there a connection between there them? Was, there was an article posted recently. I mean, I saw it on Property of Zach, but it, I mean, I think it came from Billboard, sorry, I don't remember. Uh, that's really bad. Sorry, oh, music industry. I'm gonna um, shoot you for not knowing us. Please. We're gonna go ISIS. We're going ISIS on you. <laughs> I'd like to see you try. I'm not gonna do shit. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty by association. Our um, but basically, well, first of all, uh, Five Seconds went on tour with One Direction. Like they opened for them. And I think that's kind of, uh, that was yeah. their meteoric rise to fame. And people were mad. They're saying, oh, Five Seconds only played 16 shows before they went on this huge arena tour. And there's bands out there grinding in, in their vans and, go, and doing that for months before they get any recognition. And people got mad about that. And like the, the singer from Five Seconds of Summer wore a Misfits shirt at the Billboard Music Awards. And my Twitter timeline exploded. <laughs> I thought like, like, that was the biggest thing to happen in the world. I'm like, are you serious? Are you freaking serious right now? Which I understand, you know, like, don't wear the band shirt if you don't know the band. Like, I, I can understand that argument, but it's Wait, just did like, he know the band? Like, did someone walk up to him and say, like, hey, kid, what's that? It's like, oh, but it's a thing. Shirt. Nobody, nobody, like, it's not like he said, oh, I'm just wearing this because it looks cool or something like that. It was just the fact that he was wearing it and people got mad. And then, but anyway, I think One Direction has a some sort of financial investment in them. Like they, something about stocks. I don't know. They have some sort of financial investment in this band, which is seriously, which is really smart because clearly they're on the rise. One Direction's very clearly still on the rise. So instead of like pitting them against each other, which clearly wasn't going to happen if they opened for them, but instead of pitting them against each other, they're working together and you know, maybe they might take over the world. Who knows? I hope not. That, that makes if they're gonna take over the world, I'm gonna have to buy buy some stocks in the morning. I'm gonna have to call my <laughs> my stockbroker and say, "Excuse me, I need you to buy ten stocks." And <laughs> call the E Trade baby. <laughs> the E Trade baby's gonna buy me ten stocks and five SOS. Glenn, oh, do, you, do you like have an issue yeah. with them? Because like once I learned that they were like all instruments, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, five seconds summer like, yeah. I think they're just fun pop rock, power pop, whatever. And people just knock it because they're called pop punk. That's it. Like, if they weren't yeah. called pop punk, like, they wouldn't, like, hate at all. Probably. I don't know. Some people just now, hate things because they do. Now, why do you think kids, like, get so angry about other individuals trying to step in and claim pop punk? 
Like if they like if Five Songs of Summer were to officially say one day on their their Twitter or Facebook page, foolishly, hey, we are official, we identify as pop punk. Why why do you think everyone would lose their shit over it? Because people have nothing better to do. That that, that wait, are, uh, well, are, what were we said? Oh wait, I just said people have nothing better to do. Now it, it, would that just be like the the bane of it all? Just because like kids are just like. And just like forever walk around, just exactly because that's the only reason why I would think like a lot of these keyboard warriors are just walking around and be like, it's not my pop punk. My pop punk, and like they don't, they well, don't. People, my idea. People, first of all, I agree with Arturo that people will get mad about anything, anytime about literally anything, any subject. People are getting mad. Like I downloaded a Chrome extension that blocks YouTube comments, and it's just changed my life for the better. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm dead serious. It's the most fantastic thing I've ever done. That and AdBlock are just like, thank mm. you for making the internet enjoyable again. Thank you. Basically. I think, I think thank that people. Basically. The one thing that kind of irritates me is okay. So you know, 2000. 9, 10, 11, when dubstep was on the rise and Skrillex was on the radio and people like Skrillex won a Grammy in like 2011 and mm-hmm. everyone's freaking out and they're like, oh, like bring back real instruments and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, guess what these guys are doing? They're playing real instruments and you're still pissed. So you should just pick a side and stick with it or go home and be a baby there because no one's dealing with your shit. Like, <laughs> Ashley is down the law. Hey, <laughs> Actually, got so mad so fast. I'm sorry, it just like, and I feel like I'm part of the problem because I'm getting so angry. You know what I mean? But (laughs) we can't say that. I'm literally the whitest girl you'll ever meet. That's the problem. (laughs) Oh boy! Oh, that's too funny. Oh mm. man. Well, I mean, I kind of like them. I listened to the one song. I didn't even know it was one of their songs. I wish I could remember it now, but I, my best friend was showing it to me. And I listened to them, I'm like, wow, this sounds kind of like pop punkish. I think it was like one of their acoustic songs or something. I forget. And it sounded real like pop punkish. And I'm like, oh, this sounds pretty pop punk. And then she's like, it's five seconds of summer. I'm like, oh, why do these kids hate them so much? I mean, I think it, like, also comes down to maybe, like, not a jealousy factor, but, like, something along the lines of that, like, animosity for, like, you know, being, A, tied into One One Direction. And then, like, as you said, these kids played 16 shows. And, like, if there was ever a handbook that people were just like, oh, yeah, you just played 16 shows, and then, like, boom, you're exploded. Kids that busted their hump and then heard shit like that would be like, wow, what the fuck? It's like kids that are, um, that YouTuber that had, um, done nothing but covers, and then got signed to... Fearless, I think? Fearless, yeah. He, he did nothing but, but covers. Apparently, Fearless is saying that they didn't sign him because of the YouTube covers, but kids are saying that his claim to fame was YouTube covers, and then he got signed. There's been a couple that got signed through, uh, through six-second covers on Vine, too. I mean, there's also, like, other bands, like that kid, uh, remember Make Me Famous, that got signed to Sumerian? That, like, weird, like, Ukrainian kid that all he did was just sing, like, Johnny Craig and everything with, like, heavy, heavy autotune and shit? Oh, man. It's not uncommon. Yeah. I think that people, going back to the earlier point, people are kind of pissed off because, like, the punk ethic of pop punk is very, like, everyone's very DIY and, like, People like Caitlyn put on shows, and everyone goes out there, and they, you know, Eric does a Kickstarter to get his his album recorded, and people get Kickstarters to 
pay for their vans and you know all that stuff and it's very hands-on diy like you you work for it and you earn it and to see someone like five seconds of summer claim this not claim like the pop punk title but kind of like delve into that niche i guess um and but to still be a very mainstream and flashy act i guess is kind of pissing people off because it's not it wasn't DIY and it was very not saying that you shouldn't ever aim to be on a major label or something like that's cool. Like if that's you what you want to do, like that's awesome. Yeah. But people mm -hmm. are just mad that it's not the traditional pop punk that we've all been trying so hard to cultivate and, you know, keep alive and be a part of. And it's just, it's, uh, I can see where their it's, arguments yeah. are coming from. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think it's a good thing. Cause like at least, with some association of being called pop punk, at least it like brings all these other bands that were like you know in the pop punk genre before. It brings them into light because you know most kids that are like, oh, I don't know genres for shit. Oh, I like Five Seconds of Summer. They happen to be pop punk. Let me discover more pop punk bands. So, I guess it's it's not entirely bad. It's just what you make of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think someone made a good point. I don't remember where I read this or something, but. Someone's talking about because they have an association with Alex Gasgarth and All Time Low and that kind of pop rock scene. Mm. Um, they're saying, let's say someone discovers Five Seconds of Summer and she says, or she goes into like the Spotify related artists, which I haven't personally checked, but let's just assume for this scenario that they have stuff like um, All Time Low and The Main and Mayday Parade and stuff yeah. that's that you might find on Warp Tour, but something yeah. that this person, had they not heard Five Seconds of Summer, might not have heard of before. So people are trying to say, maybe it's good, maybe it's bringing more people into our scene and like showing them a whole new genre and a whole new type of culture, I guess. But some people are like instantly putting up walls, being like, no, stay away. Mm. Pop punk xenophobia. <laughs> Pop punk Mainstream. xenophobia. That's absolutely, that's absolutely existing live and kicking, absolutely. That's too funny. I'm yeah. Five seconds summers, they're not going anywhere, especially if they're gonna have the backing of one direction. They literally can only go up. I think the only thing that might remind me of someone in the Fan Pop Punk group had shown a picture of I wanna say like that stupid high school musical kid. Um Zach Zach Efron, a picture of like Hilary Duff and then like Jannard Wade and then um Jannard Wade and then someone else um on like a Justice for Kids magazine. And they're just like, oh, look at this high emo cutie. And then like, I can imagine kids would be like, ah, that's not right. Me and get Just like, dude, pure anger just like shifting like right out there. Because it would be like, oh God, if that were in today's society, it would be like Kristen Stewart, fucking, I don't know, like Jennifer Lawrence, and then and, like, Pennon. and then like a full like fold out with flowers and like, look at this cute hottie. Like flowers over his like fucking chest and shit, <laughs> but it's stupid. I mean, they're they're here to stay. So, all right, I guess we'll go on to our ne next subject before we jump into our um, interview. So, we were talking earlier about different generations in which we want to live in, and of course, I busted on Eric because I said like, oh, Eric, you know, you can be anywhere. You're white, um, but we ended up ta talking about the '80s, and I. And, and yeah, I think me and Art might, might share a special connection because I've always, always have wanted to be a straight 80s kid just because I, I love the 80s. Oh, my God, Sam here. You have no idea. I love all the bad colorings and, like, the cliche, like, LSD-looking, like, things. It's just so awesome. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And that got me thinking. I'm like, what were some of my favorite songs from the 80s? And I think I'm going to extend that to the rest of the group. 
So you're okay. all going to have don't to go into me. to like your mental discography and going to have to pull out some 80s songs. And I know Art, you you must have some off the t- top of your head. Yeah. Um, oh no, Glenn, we're doing this. I would say like Kickstart My Heart because Molly, Molly Crew was like the band that got me into like wanting to be in a band anyway because that was the band that I was like, I want to be just like you. Um, them, uh, anything, pretty much most of Duran Duran because that's what like I also listen to a lot. Um, Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's also, like, Slayer and stuff like that, like, thrash metal, and just... It was just such a great time. It's just... And for music in general, it's just... It's just great. It's just... It's just... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we we can keep it to... to did someone... Glenn, did you ask just, just music? Huh? Did you ask just music? I'm sorry. Me? Because I mean, we can extend it to, like, just everything that we like about the 80s, because we, we can talk about the 80s, like, all night. I don't know. Oh, I was just going to go with Michael Jackson, because... Mm. Circa 1980s, Michael Jackson was on point. He was, because he was running out some bangers. Like, what was that? I want to say. Oh Thriller. God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound like an idiot. 87. When did it Thriller come out? I'm so bad. I'm I not even guessing 87 because that it, seems way too late. I think it was like either 86, maybe 85. I, I don't. It seems yeah, like. Because that was when Thriller came out, and then like the music video industry started like kick up, and then like. What was the album? That Thriller album was off of Thriller, and that was the pinnacle of his career. All right, never mind. Sorry. Ashley, what was your favorite song from the 80s? Um, I think this is, like, so... <laughs> this is, like, just so random because, like, I heard it in, like, a Jimmy... You know, uh, I just stopped doing words for a second. <laughs> um, I, um, words? I just forgot, okay? I just deal with it. Um, <laughs> words. <laughs> Um, from Jimmy Neutron, like the movie Jimmy Neutron. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, Whoa. the fight scene is like. Um, yes. They like do what's it called? Uh, we got the beat by the Go Go's. <laughs> I fucking love that song. Like it's on my Spotify. Like when it comes up on shuffle, like I just want to like, yeah, like dance and like <laughs> I want to like put my hair up in a scrunchie like all the way up on the side and like wear <laughs> leggings and like a cut off like flash dance shirt. I just like really want to like dance. Um, and then there's another one, and I totally forgot it. But it was like something that sounds like the Go Go's. I just, I think I just really like the Go Go's a lot. <laughs> I, think, I think I think you just you just like the Go Go's like a lot. Like there you go. I just liked it, but I remember like very clearly hearing that song. Like when I saw Jimmy Neutron the movie like in theaters. I must have been what like mm-hmm. fifth grade, um, and I just remember it so clearly because Libby has it in her headphones. And she throws the headphones around one of the weird looking egg dudes. She's like, time to turn it up. And she turns oh my it all God. the way and up. Then like, oh, Jesus, I remember that scene. And then the egg like freaks out and it like explodes. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, Libby. Which as she was, as kids, like I just remembered how like gory that was. Because like she had literally like exploded this egg creature. And like he like, just splattered all over the floor. I'm like, Holy and then, shit. like, in the end, when, like, the, the, the rocket ship goes by and the two, like, the, the egg king dude and his assistant, um, one's in, like, a bucket and the other one's sunny side up. <laughs> I and remember, just, yes. I just remember, the, I mean, I love that movie. That TV series was great, but I very clearly remember that was the first time I heard that Go-Go song. Jesus and since Christ. then, I was just like, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That seems to fit you so well. Just like, yeah, yeah. 
Like, I'm like, like a dog. I just like want to dance and like be happy and chill. You know, that's like the like, most stereotypical thing I can ever like look at a white girl besides just like wooing every 45 seconds. Like she's like yeah, girls. And Starbucks, pretty Woo! much. And Starbucks. Well, Starbucks is a new, is, is new age white white girl, like overall white girl. She's just while walking around, like happy. Starbucks. Here's the thing about Starbucks, because I drink soy milk, and that shit is extra at Starbucks, and it's just Aww. like, okay, bye. Way to hate on. <laughs> Don't care. So sorry, <laughs> I, I didn't know. I will not enjoy your pumpkin spice, thank you. <laughs> I will not enjoy. <laughs> but like, there's um, there's also other coffee places. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not... I'm shot. I'm, I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> we don't need to get into a whole discussion about white girls, okay? <laughs> I live it. That way in like three seconds. Babe talk. No, no. It's okay. No. We can. White girl talk. Hey. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Anyway, Glenn, we need a yeah. 80 songs. <laughs> 80. Well, Michael Jackson beat it. And... Oh, you did. Oh, Ooh. damn. I can't. I forgot. I already asked you. I'm, I'm, I'm sweating and laughing and shit. I'm a mess. Um, I remember there was an, like I've always loved the '80s like as a whole thing. Um, 500 Days of Summer. Oh. And um, the Hall and Notes songs are they're playing. You've never seen 500 Days of Summer? <laughs> no, I've never seen that. And uh, I've just like never seen a bunch of movies that I probably should have seen, but I have. Now we can actually do a Have you seen an '80s edition? Have you seen Back to the Future? Okay, I've seen my my favorite movie is um is Ferris Bueller and the Goonies and I've seen I did like um I took like a film analysis class in high school so I did my director's project on John Hughes so I watched Ferris Bueller Pretty in Pink and wait no Ferris Bueller Sixteen Candles and mm -hmm. not Pretty in Pink I forget oh uh, and Breakfast Club Animals okay okay Breakfast Club's pretty chill we watched that in like my health class in high school I don't know why. This is what pot does to you. You dance like this. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what the message is. It's like if you do. Maybe that's where moves. like my dance moves come from, <laughs> like the Breakfast Club. <laughs> All right. What 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 these movies do? Are you are you a fan of? Just a fan. Wait. Wait what? me. No art. Art. Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Wow. So many good movies. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth came out, which was amazing. So you can't forget about that. Um, Back to the Future, a definite classic. Um, now, do you have a particular one in the trilogy that 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 sticks out to you? Ooh, because I do like three when they had the Muppets, because the Muppets are my shit. Because I mean, it's the Muppets. Um, Wait, I'm getting. Three? I'm pretty sure it was three where they had the Muppets in it. I don't think the Muppets came up in any of them. Really? In back to. In part, in part three, they they went back in time to the western, and then there was why the fuck would they have the Muppets? What the fuck am I smoking? Because I'm trying, I'm trying to think back. I'm like, wait a minute, the Muppets were never in. Oh no, no. Just... no, 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 no! It wasn't that. I'm thinking of like something really retarded that has nothing to do with Back to the Future. What the wait, fuck? But I wanted. But wait, 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 what did you think was part of the? What? Bleh, wow, Ash. <sighs> I don't, I don't know, because. Somebody came out of nowhere and they were You're just You're welcome. <laughs> Someone came out of nowhere and they were just like, Yeah, the Muppets, they were in the um they were in Back to the Future and I was like watching it and I don't know what it was. I think it was like a robot chicken skit or something. I don't know. I was really drunk when they told me this, so I kinda believed them. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. That is the perfect way to start it. But hey, I mean, yeah, no, they were not in the Muppets, no, I'm sorry to say. My dreams are shattered. 
Yeah, everything's shattered. Glenn, you got any of these movies? Uh, my favorite is Ferris Bueller, but Ghostbusters. Was oh yeah. Ooh, Ghostbusters is nice. Ferris Bueller's still my favorite, though. That movie. Uh, my dad nice. made me watch that for the first time because it was his favorite movie. And he's like, just watch this movie. Like, it's a classic. And I loved it. And I thought that's what high school was going to be like for me one day. And it was not. Mm. Oh, I don't think there was not. Like... I don't, I can't anybody remember like... Lost Boys? Lost Boys. I haven't seen it. Oh, my gosh. Wait, when I... did Hook come out? Was that an 80s movie or a 90s movie? I think it was 90s. Early 90s. Okay. Early 90s, I want to say. Anyway, that's also a good movie. In case you want to. I'm trying, I'm trying to think like what are one of my favorite movies because I've like seen so many that like I no longer put a decade on them. If Did I can't, if I can't, if I can't put a, if I can't put a director on them, then I just don't put a decade. Wow, I just like stopped full wall. Just <laughs> now want to come out, but yeah, um, Breakfast Club is one of my favorite ones. Um, I know there are just, like, so many other ones. Like, John Hughes movies are just, like, my bread and butter for, like, life. Um, I think Pulp Fiction came out in the 80s, too. No, <laughs> like, the 90s, I think. Then, yeah, I just fuck up. <laughs> it's okay. I fucked up with the Muppets. I just, just fuck up, up with Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Joe. Joe. So, hey, anyway, that's why we're all together, because we're all friends, and we all screw up like that. So, Yay. <laughs> Um, I guess from this point we can actually go into our Ebola. Go into our um <laughs> Now no one else can do it for our rest of the night. I'm very sorry. I beat you all to it. No yes. one else can do it. Actually no, I'm pretty sure we all get at least one. We all okay. get at least one. Awesome. Awesome. Except for Ashley Nicole. Okay, she's not No. About Ashley. Um, Someone go find Ollie and lick his face for being a douche. Call my girlfriend. I miss her, please. <laughs> okay, wait. That's actually really cute. Okay, I'll try making that happen for you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, this is when we start to go into our interview part. Um, Art, of course, we said was in the band um, Gentlemen's Brawl. You guys are out of Yonkers. Um, we'll start to ask you questions. We'll go myself. We'll go Ashley, and then we'll go Glenn. Does that sound like a plan, everybody? Fantastic. <laughs> All right, I'm glad everyone agrees. So, um, how long have you guys been around? Um, when did you guys start to form and start playing music? Um, as a band, we've been together for about a year and a half. We formed like we formed last summer, and but I mean, we've all played in bands before then. Um, you know, some of us not into pop punk. I myself, this is my first pop punk band. I used to just play straight metal. Like the last band I was in before. <laughs> the last band that I, I was in, I mean, the best way to describe it was you take Black Dahlia Murder's vocalist and you put him into Veil of Maya. That's exactly what my old band sounded like. Hmm. And, like, I used to play in, like, grindcore bands and stuff like that. So, I mean, this is all pretty new to me, so I'm still a novice in pop punk, I guess. Ash? Okay. Um, well, I'm not in a band, and I've never been in a band and I don't play any instruments but as someone who's still really involved in music industry and trying to help the scene and just be a part of it all what's something you think people who have never been in a band or basically someone like me who's just never been in a band not like musically inclined what's something that you want all of us to know like something you wouldn't know unless you've been in a band and been on that grind for a year and a half um much like prisoners you can do anything you can make anything out of anything 
you have no idea. Like I myself, we've played shows where our bassist, like being the guy that he is, forgets maybe a strap, and I was wearing a necktie the whole time for our show, and I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I took the tie off. We made it together. He made a, a strap out of my tie. We we made it. We made it work. So I mean. When you can be, you can be handy. That's one thing I'll definitely say that people that uh, aren't in bands don't understand. That's very that makes clever. Sense. Now, if I can like, jump in for Glenn's question, what were you wearing the necktie for? Uh, <laughs> well, being that we're Gentleman's Brawl, and at the beginning of when we like played, we were like, let's make a gimmick where we all dress up really, really nicely. I knew. Boy. I was going to be like, did you nice. all wear like, like nice that. shirts and ties? Yeah. I mean, pretty much what I'm wearing right now is like what we were pretty much wearing. So, like for a while, but then... Once we got a new member, we were just like, eh, fuck it. Who cares what we dress like? <laughs> That's very cool. Right, do we still have Glenn? Glenn, you still here? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay, cool. I, my, my video was gone. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, what's your band's biggest influence? Like, what is the for fans of? What do you guys sound like in comparison? Like, what are you trying to sound like? Mm, I mean, that's a hard in that, like, our first EP that we came out with, uh, from what a lot of people have been telling us, Fall Out Boy is definitely an influence that a lot of people can say, uh, a day to remember with our easy core riffs and some of them. Uh, a lot of our slower songs too, you know, they can definitely see some brand new and census fail influence as well. Uh, believe it or not, you'll even notice like Linkin Park out of nowhere in some parts that, uh, like early Linkin Park was uh, one of our guitarist Mike's biggest influence growing up, so... He, he, like, a lot of the riffs that he'll come with, you know, they kind of have a basis with Mike Shinoda playing guitar and, uh, you know, stuff like that. It makes sense. Oh, I love Fall Out Boy and Park. <laughs> the, Do you find it's hard to compare yourself? Not like you're comparing yourself, but, like, I got a press release the other day and it was, like, for fans of Panic at the Disco, Fall Out mm. Boy, You Mean Everyone We Know. And I'm like, those are three... Very large bands, which isn't a problem. Like, granted, the band for once actually sounded like Fall Out Boy, which doesn't usually happen when you say Fall Out Boy. But do you find it's hard to be compared to such a like a large band, or would you rather someone compare you to like a very small niche, like underground band, or like what's your stance on bands comparing themselves to other bands? I um, guess is the question. It doesn't really bother me. I mean, especially for a lot of people that don't know like underground bands, like. The basis of fans that we have, not a lot of them listen to, like, underground bands. Like, I know a lot of people that, I guess, if you're not, like, you know, famous ones, like, from the 90s, like, Blink-182, Fall Out Boy, Newfound Glory, as far as, like, you know, they won't know State Champs, they won't know Knuckle Puck, they won't know all these other bands. So it's a mm -hmm. good way to, like, kind of, you know, introduce them into the whole genre and introduce them into, like, what to sound like or what we can kind of sound like. That makes awesome. sense. That, 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 I actually would have never thought of it like, like, like that wasn't broken down like that. I learn things every day. Go me. Um, now you had said that you had not actually been in a pop punk band before, and you, of course, you you are the vocalist of the band. Um, <laughs> do you do you write the songs? Um, the lyrics and everything of that sort, yeah. But as far as like the actual music playing, not really. Okay. Um, now, if, now with you writing, do you try and wow? I almost said the worst thing ever. Um, I, well, you know what? No, because I because with a lot of pop punk, there there do there are common themes that you that you'll find in Girls. pop punk pizza. What? <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't want to like say that because I was gonna be like she broke right, my man. heart and I ordered four pizzas and cried a lot. 
Fuck girls, think, but thank God for dominoes. I don't think we're going to get any more pop-punk bands on the Bay Bay Talk. I'm going to shout myself <laughs> in the foot. But, but what, are, what is the, the, the subject matter that, that you guys are writing in? Are you trying to um, encompass a pop-punk band to gain pop-punk kids, or are you writing to a pop-punk standard, or are you writing to your standard? And what would you just find to be your style of writing? Um, for the first EP that we wrote, which is the one that we have released so far, uh, I'm not going to lie, being that I didn't play pop punk, I kind of just was like, what, let me think of pop punk things that people do. Okay, so they like girls and they hate girls. Uh, they remember high school, uh, getting out of their town and so on and so forth. <laughs> so I guess me being the douchebag that I am, I was like, let me go on these common themes and kind of work with it. So, <laughs> uh, like... <laughs> The they e like girls and they hate girls. I've never heard a more accurate description. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. I'm telling you right now, it's perfect. Go ahead. Yeah, like, um, you know, like there's a little bit of everything. I mean, like all of the lyrics, um, like Freshman Friday, one of our songs, it's about how I hated my high school experience personally because I couldn't stand it. You know, I couldn't stand the environment that I was in. I couldn't stand like any of the people. Um, you know, Rock Bottom Road was about a codependent relationship that was abusive. Uh, Wednesdays Are Your Weekend was kind of a uh, closure for, uh, you know, the end of a long relationship, my longest relationship. Um, good Vibes being that, like, all of the other songs had very pessimistic lyrics. It was like, I want a really good song that hypes up people. And I want that one song that if I play live, I want everybody to sing with me and I want everybody to get hyped with me and everybody to be like... It's not just about us. It's about all of us being in this same room together having a fun time. So that's where I really focused on. And uh, Give Her the D, which was our other song. <laughs> yeah, Give Her the Destiny. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean it's, not, it's, it's not a secret anymore. When I, got, when I left my last metal band, which was called Waiting on Exile, uh, it, was a very, really, it was a very shitty breakup. I mean, I put so much effort into it and everything, and I felt like they didn't appreciate it, and I felt pretty much used. So me being as frustrated as I am, I, I had a diva moment where I was like, I'm going to say fuck you to them in song form. There you go. That, that's literally the best way that you can do it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we're going to be expecting something from our someone about something shortly about, about that. Ape Talk kids will remember. Mm. Yeah. You're welcome, Ape Talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, Glenn, you got another question? Advertising. Oh, they didn't. Oh, I, I heard. Wait, Glenn, can you re repeat all that? <coughs> Glenn's we're, we're working on Walmart connection right now. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, what's your opinion on the whole, like, ad? Hmm? Uh... <sighs> oh, Glenn. <laughs> 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 we, 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 and in the in the side, <laughs> fuck. We have a side chat and and just fuck, fuck. Poor Glenn. Um, you know what, Glenn? I guess we'll we'll still keep the interview going. Um, just can you type out the question, and then Ashley, you can ask yours. Hello. In the meantime, wait. Oh. I hear hello. Hello. Are you alive, Glenn? I'm alive. Are you there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank God. Oh, can yeah. you hear me? Can you hear me now? Okay. Can you hear me now? <laughs> Advertising. Hello? All I heard was advertisement. Uh, Literally uh, every time we try to ask this question, all we hear is advertising. That's Fuck. a damn shame. Because Google hears advertising and they're not collecting <laughs> off it. That, that's what it is. They're like, no tips, no pointers. All right, Glenn. 
All right, Defend Pop Punk Group advertising your band. What's your take on that? Like, how how do you go about it, and what kind of reactions do you see? You know, stuff like that. Um, when I first released the EP, when we first released the EP, I uh, I kind of hyped it up, and to be honest, I went on the subgroups rather than just the main group. Like, I was part of the Not Safe for Work Defend Pop Punk Group that doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> It doesn't. <laughs> I can't believe, like, out of all the subgroups, that's the first one that left your list for, for music of all things. But I we're know, not going to talk about that. <laughs> I was like, you know what? People like booty. Maybe people will like my stuff. So, <laughs> but um, <laughs> so I messaged. Uh, that was the first place that I put it up, and um, you know, there wasn't as many people that like responded to it at first. They said, you know, I got the occasional person that was a mutual friend that said, you know, it's a really good EP, very easy core, very, uh, you know, whatever label you want to put onto it. Um, as far as the main group, I really haven't had that much luck advertising into it. I mean, maybe I'm doing something wrong or maybe just people don't give a shit, but I don't really give a fuck. Um, I just posted up there. I mean, I get the occasional viewer. I always, if anybody ever wants a recommendation, I always send it to a band camp. And if in the case of... The 200 downloads of our Bandcamp went up. I just say, fuck it. I'll send you the EP directly because I don't want you to pay for it. I want it for you. I want it the, for our first EP. I don't want, like, our first EP, we all decided it was just so people know us. It's not for us to get a profit out of it. It's more of, mm-hmm. a, it's, it's more of our business card to you that we are so, in, we're Gentleman's Brawl and check us out for the future because, you know, we're staying here for a while. Well, going off of the, um, I mean, that's not an uncommon approach to say, okay, well, here's our first EP, our first single, our first whatever, get it for free because, like, we're not going to make you pay for it, obviously, like, this is just so you know us. Um, Parker Cannon's Hardcore Project, which recently just came out with, it was three, four-song demo? It was a brief demo, EP-length demo, and the um, he put it up on Bandcamp for a dollar, and people got so mad. People were like, oh my god, I can't, like, he knows everyone's gonna pay for it, it's such bullshit, blah, blah, blah. So, like, what did you, just, like, that's, that's kind of a specific instance, I guess, but, like, what, what, what are your two cents on that, I guess? Um, I mean, would I do it? Would I, would I release it for a dollar? No, but, I mean, I guess his logic is people know me already, you know, people understand what I'm, what I'm about. So it's, uh, you know, it's not the same as, hey, I'm a nobody that's never made anything before, so I, you know, people know me, I'm just gonna release it. Um, I don't agree with it personally because at the end of the day, you know, Snarl, it's Snarl, right? Or whatever the hell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like, not a lot of people knew about it. And from what I've been hearing, I mean, I didn't get the chance to check it out yet, but from what I heard, it's not that great. And people kind of say, fuck, I regret that dollar. But for, you know, for what it is, I, I just say, fuck it, release it for free if it's your first one, you know? That makes sense. For sure. Um, do you, do I came up with a new question on the fly, and that was not going to work. I'm just going to go with my original question. So, in the, <laughs> I saw in one of the shares that you had put, um, yeah, Gentleman's Brawl is going to be on Babe Talk. Bum, bum. We didn't get our name from <laughs> the Broadway show, though. So, where did you come up with Gentleman's Brawl? For a pop punk uh, band, of all things. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, one of the biggest things that I'm always into is growing up, I, I, I took a lot of martial arts. I did martial arts. I did boxing for a bit. So, I was always interested in that. Um, when it was, I went to Fairleigh Dickinson in fresh for freshman year, and basically for finals, I lived in the library. That was like my 
second pretty much. So, you know, whenever I finished my assignment, whenever I finished studying, I figured, okay, well, what can I do now? I'm just going to read some articles. And a lot of the articles that interest me were about, you know, like ancient history or even mo like, you know, uh, history of the beginnings of stuff. And one of the articles that I read was about the beginning of boxing in America and how it became popular. And, you know, with fisticuffs and bare knuckle boxing being on the rise. And so, you know, there was one line that stuck out to me on this article was, uh, many see this as a barbaric act, but to, but among the fighters themselves, they see it as an act of gentlemanly uh, brawling or some sort like that. Like something around that line. It, it was like a, a gentleman's fight. It wasn't more of a barbaric, it wasn't an act of, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. It was more of a, you know, it's, it's a way to get to know myself better. It's a way to, you know, use my skills to better myself in a sense. So it stuck and resonated onto me. So I decided, you know what? I want something that punches, and I want something that not only will I, you know, get other people to know it, but I'm also testing myself because, I mean, this is my first pop punk band, so I want it to be, uh, you know, a test for, you know, my I'm going from one genre to another. Let's see what we got, you know. I'm, I'm going to roll with the punches. I like that idea of, like, it's it seems barbaric to everybody else, but to to everyone who's involved, it's like just a gentlemanly type thing. So I feel like that's kind of the scene as a whole. Like you know, when I when I come home from a show and I'm all like bruised and gross, my mom is like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "It was the best show ever." Oh my exactly. god, it was great. Like, yeah. it's kind of I think that applies to our whole the whole kind of scene that we're in pretty pretty well. Yeah, that that that's a fantastic concept. Like just like overall. I mean, not not like I'm anyone, but I'm just you know, I'm just like. Fuck! I didn't want to, never thought of that like that ever. Yeah. <laughs> but that's good kick ass. Thank you. <laughs> no, no problem. Keep doing what you're doing, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stay in school. <laughs> Stay in school. Don't don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. <laughs> start, start boxing. Stage dive. <laughs> fight club. Fight club. Stage dive. Fight club. Stage dive. <gasps> fight club. <laughs> oh, nice. Five. Nice. Max Fight, Chris Manners. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen's Brawl, title fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, no real friends. No real friends ever. Oh. Um, they can't take it with their bony knees. <laughs> they, can't they can't open the sleepy eyes. They, they, can't, they can't open their sleepy eyes and they can't fight with their bony knees. I'm really never exactly. going to ever get an, another ban on this show again. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Glenn, do you have a, or or actually, I'm um, actually or Glenn, do you have another question? Yeah. Uh, okay. This is completely unrelated, but which do you like more? That they're not even related to each other, but do you prefer mangoes or avocado? Uh, well, if you're calling me a mango, then I think you're just a fucking mango. <laughs> no. Is that like a term? <laughs> it's an inside joke. Um. Okay, I'm not gonna ask. Oh man, dude, you're like really messing with me. For like, my Spanish inside of me is torn. Um, <laughs> avocado, go with avocado. Honestly, <laughs> avocado. Yeah, I'm gonna go with avocado because you can do more with it than I, I think with mango. Because like mango, I think is like being that it's so sweet and being that like you know you can only really do for certain things. I think it's more of like a like a you know I think it's more of like a oh summertime oh or uh you know what I want to just. I just want to vibe and feel like I'm in the tropics again, kind of go. With avocado, it's it's life, you know? It's just green goodness. <laughs> avocado is literally, like, 
whenever like freshman year I would ask my because I lived in a dorm my mom would like send me care packages and I'd be like I don't like don't I mean like send me money but don't send me money if you don't have to like don't send me like socks or anything please send me avocados like you can't get them in Syracuse New York like they're just they just don't exist here and if they do they're like already overripe and it's really upsetting because I I fucking love avocados I'm very happy with this answer I tried growing some outside but New York weather isn't that good for it yeah no okay my question is did you have a party because there's balloons on your fan um, and on your couch <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Actually, it's uh, for my sister. My sister unfortunately got into an accident. Um, she was she got into a yeah, it sucks. Uh, she was walking like she she's the most innocent girl ever. So it's not like you know like she's the type of person that every lesson that you've ever been taught in a ch children's show she applies it to the T. Like she's like you know always. Oh. Yeah, she's the most innocent girl you'll ever know. So it was after high school. You know she's in high school now, but it was like after school. My, she's like, oh mom, can I get some ice cream? She crosses the street and. Bam! Out of nowhere, comes out of nowhere, speeding and hits her. Oh shit! And oh no! I I was when my mom called me, she was crying, and I thought that like she like got paralyzed or whatever. Thankfully, don't. It's a worse. I guess it's not that bad. She only has a broken wrist for now, so you know she's pulling through. And a bunch of people sent her a bunch of get well balloons. So. Oh nice! Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, well, I hope she gets better. I'm knocking on wood for her. Knocking on granite. Knocking on granite. That's gonna that's gonna be a new thing. <laughs> so um um hey all right hey okay guys, um so I'll ask another question. We're um you said you were in a, a metal band before. And now you're going. What has sparked your interest in music that that you would want to um transcend through different genres just to continue what you're doing. Um, I mean, as a singer in itself, I've always done cleans. It's, you know, even outside of metal and stuff, like, I used to, I used to go to church a lot with my, like, family, and eventually I did choir. So, before I started screaming or anything like that, you know, I was raised with a, a singer, you know, the singer always gave me lessons, and she would always give me gospel music to, like, learn, and uh, soul music and R&B, so I, I kind of there. And as soon as the metal scene, or I don't want to say I'm done with it forever, because who knows, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll make a side project or whatever, but as far as my, uh, you know, me being done with metal bands and I wanted to transition, I was like, you know, Fall Out Boy is the best example. You know, you have Patrick Stump who, in a, you know, doesn't have a conventional voice for pop punk. He has a very soulful voice. And, you know, that's one of the things that got him popular was the fact that, you know, it's not what you expected. So me being from a different completely different part of music on a different spectrum, um, I think it, it, I kind of have something else to offer. You know, I have screams that a lot of people I talk to from shows, they're like, dude, what the fuck are you doing playing in a pop-punk band? Don't you, you belong in like a deathcore band or something. And I'm like, nah. Been there, done <laughs> <Nah>. that. <laughs> I'm like, nah. Just um, and Yeah, pretty much. And like, you know, when people hear me sing, you know, I get compared a lot to like, when I actually sing outside of my band and they just hear me like play, they like, I get comparisons to Tyler Carter or even Johnny Craig, and they're just like, what are you doing playing in a pop-punk band? And it, at the end of the day, it's something I just enjoy playing. And no matter what, instead of just bending to the genre's rules, I'm going to make the genre bend to me. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, man, I want explosions at the end of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make this genre my bitch. 
Pretty much. <laughs> that, 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 that's real, though. It's a great mentality to go into it. Um, Glenn? No, Sorry, no you, you know what? No, I'm banning fucking Glenn. Glenn, you don't get any more fucking questions. <laughs> it was the mangoes. <laughs> Yo, avocados, though. Avocados. No, I'm sorry. If, he, if you, you didn't question? say avocados, I would have been sad. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm glad I chose right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You do you. Don't fuck, don't give a fuck. Thank you. Thank you. Don't give a fuck. Punk mentality. Glenn, do you have another question? Um, what's the biggest show Gentleman's Brawl has played? Like, what's your biggest accomplishment? Um, I would say playing in the city. You know, New York City is one of those things that's really hard to to get into, you know, especially being in, you know, I'm from Westchester County, which is like this, like the county right at, like right before the city. So me being from there, it's really hard to kind of get into it unless you know somebody or you know you have connections into there. It's one of those you can't just walk in and be like, "Hi, I'm from Bumblefuck Nowhere. Put me on the like, you know, put me on the bill." Um, I would say it's a big thing because I played at this venue called Tobacco Road which is right by Times Square. So, you know, it has a lot of traffic. It has a lot of... It's really easy to get into. Uh, I mean, you know, despite my feelings of the venue now, at the time, I thought it was a very good place. I thought it was, you know, really awesome. It was one of our biggest shows. Um, as far as the second one goes, I would say we played in Long Island with uh, another band from the Defend Pop Punk group, Backslashes and Bad Ideas. Oh, cool. Yeah, awesome dudes, you know, like, the nicest dudes I'll ever meet. I thought they were hilarious, and, you know, they're all fucking cool people. So the fact that it kind of made the world a smaller place to me was pretty awesome. You know, like, oh, I met you guys on the Internet. Holy shit, I'm actually playing with you guys. Nice. <laughs> That's really cool. I love when that happens. Now, with the community that, that you have, um, how how is the how is your scene? Like, how is your scene thriving? Is your scene on, on a... Revival, or are you guys like finding that it's struggling to try and like play shows, like house shows, trying to get hype around your area? Um, it's a bit of a double-edged sword because at the same time, while there's a lot of bands around my area that are really kicking it, like there's one band from my town that you know they recently did a song feature with Sean from Modern Baseball, and you know they're are really you talking about One Fell Swoop? Hell yeah! I fucking love them. <laughs> Yeah, I think. Why right are you laughing, that. Ollie? Don't you don't you jumped you jumped right on? No, I'm just saying you you were right. <laughs> they um they put that oh song on um on the compilation I was talking about earlier. That's the song oh, they yes. submitted, and they're just they seem like really good dudes. And like everyone I've talked to, who like it was like a friend, like someone I knew through Tumblr was like, "Hey, can you put this band on Property of Zach? I think they'd be really good." And then they submitted, and I was like, "Holy shit! Like, what? <laughs> These guys are great!" So that's really cool. I'm glad that you're like in connection with them. Yeah, I mean, I haven't had the opportunity to play a show with them yet. I'd love to if they ever down, but it's one of those things. Also, that I mean, me being from a different scene, it's kind of still hard to get in, you know, to find other people mutual in the scene and like, you know, doing there. Because most of the people I know, they're from my area. They're from the metal scene, or they're from like the really, really hardcore punk scene or the grindcore scene. So, it's, I mean, yeah. those, you know, I find it really, yeah, I know, I find it really cool that at least they support me. But I want to kind of, you know, venture forth and mix the pop punk genre, like, you know, pop punk from Westchester County to, like, into it. I mean, I played a show with a couple of the bands from the area, but I just want to make it a whole and start playing more house shows around the area. But most venues from around here, they get shut down really easily because people are stupid or, 
you know, not a lot of people want to take that liability of, oh, I'm going to have a mm-hmm. bunch of rambunctious kids playing my fucking spot. You know, so it, it, it's it's kicking up, but at a very slow pace. I think maybe in about a couple more years, we might start seeing more openness because, you know, I noticed that a lot more and more kids around my area, they don't want to just be rappers or EDM artists. They actually want to be in bands again, which is a really good thing. So that is high hopes. High hopes. Because that, that shit's on the rise, and I have no idea why. Like, everyone thinks, it's like, wow, I am... Wow. Chill, Holly. <laughs> I, I've just seen a lot of kids want, wanting to become DJs now, and, and I was just like, you weren't thinking like a lick of DJ, like, you know, a year and a half ago. But anyway, anyway, hey, that was just my three cents. I put way too much into that. I said too much. I said too much. I can't think of the next line that comes after that. Change. Oh, um, no, I was thinking of, um, Touche more. Uh, I probably said to Don't let me sing. Actually, ask a question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I just, doing I it. I just realized I was going into that whole, that whole part. We were going we to let got, you go as long I as you wanted way to. too fucking uncomfortable. Um... <laughs> I was gonna. Well, I guess this kind of ties in because you were talking. We were talking about Defend Pop on Group before, obviously, and uh, you were talking about holy shit! Like I met you on the internet, and now I'm actually meeting you in real life. Like, what's? No, I'm not gonna say what's your take on. It. I feel like that's kind of broad, but part of me just wants to be like, is it weird? Is it helpful? Is it people think oh like because everyone's connecting on Facebook now, they're not connecting in real life, but sometimes it can really help because you meet so many more people through. A Facebook group that has 22,000 people who all have similar musical taste to you. So what are your two cents on that? I mean, to be honest, that's how I met my band. I met them on the internet. I didn't meet them on a Defend Pop Punk group. I, I just connected with them from Craigslist. But, you know, I think the internet's bringing... I know, I know, a Craigslist band. Yeah, that's still, yeah. Um, you know, like a lot of people, it's just one of those things that, you know, the more and more the internet's thriving, the more and more accessible it is for people to meet each other. And I think a lot of people should start taking it with more open arms because yeah. I know a couple of years back, I know a couple of years back, a lot of people were just like, oh, fuck you guys. You know, you're you know, you're know, trying to find people on Craigslist. That's never going to happen. You have to actually know somebody. You have to know somebody mm-hmm. who knows somebody who knows somebody's cousin or, you know, something like that. You know, nowadays it's, it's as simple as I like XYZ. Bro, I like X Y Z. Let's do let's do something, you know. So it I think it's takes off. Exactly, mm-hmm. it's you know like I like the it's same. It's a different guy way of knowing somebody. Pretty much, it's it's just a new way of knowing somebody, and you get to do it at the ease of your house while you're in your boxers. So go for it. <laughs> it was like so like nice, like wholesome, and then like yeah, mom, I met a new friend in his boxers today. <laughs> <laughs> Son, how old? He said he wanted to see me. <laughs> he, said he, wanted to he said he wanted to talk about Rush with me. Son, that band hasn't been active in. Who are you talking to? <laughs> you come home and Chris Hansen's sitting on your kitchen stool. Do you mind, do you mind taking a seat? Like, Why don't you, you take a seat over there? Seat right over there? What's in your pockets? I, well, picks. I, I have picks and sticks. Like, What are we going to do with those drumsticks? Be like, play, man. What do you think I'm going to do with these sticks? <laughs> I need to stop talking. Um, so, um, what's the future of Gentlemen's Brawl? What's going on? Um, oh, you guys are uh, actually. I'll just let. I'll just let you. Oh my god! Oh my gosh, dude! So much stuff, which I'm really happy about. Um, to be honest, if you asked me the same question about like five months ago, I probably would have said we probably would have broken up, or 
We're probably going to go on a hiatus or something. But it's something, you know, the addition of our new member, because uh, before the EP, we only had four members, but now we have five. We have another guitarist. And this guy, you know, Jonathan, he's been a godsend. You know, he clicks with us so well. He just, you know, he writes amazing music. We get a different, you know, interest because he grew up listening to a lot of Pink Floyd and Rush and, you know, a lot of uh, artistic bands, more art rock oriented bands and stuff like that. So we get a different take on it. You know, we're not only going to stick to, you know, either taking influence from metal or taking influence from, you know, punk or, you know, so on and so forth. We actually have a new, you know, completely different side of music that hasn't been exposed yet. So it's been pretty good. Um, we're still working on writing. We got three new songs down. We're working on some more. Uh, we're going to start recording within the beginning of the new year or the uh, end of this year. Um, I, di I was going to wait, but however, I say fuck it, I'm going to reveal it. Uh, we're actually going to get management. We just, uh, we're just we about to sign some contracts for management, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. Good for you guys. Thank you. And, um, you know, just shooting for the stars pretty much. We're kind of just, we're going to make it. No better way to describe it. We're going to make it our bitch. Much <laughs> like I'm making pop much like I'm making Pop Punk my bitch, 2015, you're next. <laughs> there you go. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. We're going to play some Gentleman's Brawl for everyone. Yeah, that's how we do it. Yeah, we're all just in there. Just like we're bringing New York with us. Be like, yeah, pull, 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 Gentleman's Brawl. Putting Yonkers on a back, nigga. All right, so we're going to play some Gentleman's Brawl for, for you guys. Um, The song um is going to be – actually, do you want to describe the song before we play it? Yeah, sure. Um, this one is our most easily accessible song. A lot of people from every different walk of life, you know, you get a little taste of metal, you get a little bit of taste of easy core, you get a little taste of uh, hardcore punk and even some soul and uh, R&B and whatnot. So I think it's a little something that everyone will enjoy. Title? Rock Bottom Road. All right, here we go. Let me, I think my favorite switch is going to change everything. Give me three seconds. Journey down the road, will it guide us home? 
And there we go. Oh, I have everyone on mute. Oh, shit. I can't discuss anymore with anyone since everyone's on mute. That was sick. That was very sick. Now, I'm actually very upset at myself because during the beginning of the week when I announced you guys for the Babe Talk show, um, I typically, like, of course, want to listen to it to my guests. And I had such a busy week that I only listened to the first half of it and I had actually not listened to that song. And I am very upset that I haven't because I think that's probably one of the – out of the set that I listened to, one of the strongest sets, songs that I heard on that EP. I also like how when we're all listening to it because we're all, like, head bobbing. Do you guys remember Turntable FM? Because we all looked like we were in a Turntable <laughs> FM. Because we we're all, like – I think awesome. I definitely hear the easy core – and the guitar solo, look, that's not something you hear in a pop punk song nowadays very often. So that was very cool. The harmonies are great. I'm about it. Thank you. Yeah, I am very about it. I like and it. And I think, like, once more kids listen to it, too, you're going to have a great following. Because like we were saying earlier, it also does remind us a lot of, as, as my brother said, who, who likes a lot of, like, Foo Fighters and Weezer and stuff. He's just like, huh, I hear, like, early follow boy, early, early 2000s. I'm like, huh. I can kind of see that, and that's definitely the pop punk that everyone tries to enable, not enable, embody. Thank you. So that's, that's fantastic. Do you have any shows coming up for these kids to get out to? Yeah, um, right now we're playing a, a local bar show on the 18th of October. Uh, free, totally free. Just come on, get drunk with us, go for it, rage. Uh, it's at this venue called uh, the River Roadhouse in Hastings, New York. Uh, November, right now we're playing Santos Party House. Ooh. Which I'm excited as all can be for November sixth. Uh, come through with Idle Hands, actually. If anybody's ever heard of them, oh, I think I've seen the name. I've definitely heard of them. Yeah, that's awesome. Santos seems like a great venue. Oh, um, and I uh, the last show I've been to at Santos was when the Chariot was playing their last show there. Amazing, just an amazing venue. Oh, uh, I forgot to mention. My girlfriend reminded me this. Uh, I have to say this. Hashtag get me to Ellen. <laughs> oh, okay. She really wants me to get on generous so she can meet her. I'm to chop I don't blame her. Ellen seems lot. like the coolest person. She is cool. She is cool. But I don't know how many Ebola jokes and nigga, nigga, nigga I can say in a show before she might say like, ah. oh. So I'll chop up a clean version and, and, I'll, and I'll get that hashtag out and, and I'll make sure that both, at, least, at least try to help you get on Ellen. Oh, thank you. That, that, that's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Um, but anytime you're in New York City, you guys play in New York City, I will definitely make my way out to go there because I'm in New York all the time. Oh, awesome. Thank you. And and I guess that kind of wraps it up for our interview with Arturo of Gentleman's Brawl. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it just got so quiet. <laughs> Thank you. 
Ollie, Ollie just snorted everybody. Everybody, Ollie just snorted. <laughs> that was so bad. Like, like we came off strong of like a great song, and I won. Like, like, like yeah, it's good. Yeah, and then we had this. Fuck you, want nigga? Like, Arturo, I, thank I, you for I, coming I, on I Babe was, Talk yes, with us. Yes, thank, thank you for coming you. on Babe, Babe Talk. It's Thanks been a while since so we actually like. Yeah, we haven't we haven't show, showcased an actual song song in a while. And I think it was the first time we actually showcased it with our new audio setup. So yeah. I think it came out even clearer. I think that we were that I'm. Ah, I'm stoked. <laughs> I'm now officially st stoked on it at the at the end of the show, like at the peak of stoking. But hey, you did it first, so that's fantastic. There we go. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, guys. You've been awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. That's Babe Talk for tonight, guys. Ashley, I'll see you. Adios. Glenn, I'll see you. Peace. And Art, we'll talk with you guys soon. We'll be sharing your stuff on our page and everything. Tato, thank you. Jerry night, guys. <laughs>